Agony Podcast. We take old problems, give some new advice that literally no one asked for. Enjoy! Enjoy! Are okay. you recording? Yeah, I'm recording now. Oh, well then, well, let's start it again. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, listeners! Hello! We're back! We're back, baby, and with a vengeance! With, with a vengeance! <laughs> with rage! At the germs that made me so sick. How dare they take Catherine d- away from us? Trying to take me down, eh, you little bitch? <laughs> Fuck that shit! No, I, I'm actually so annoyed, because I've always proud pride, proud it, pride it. Mm. myself on having like a really robust immune system because of years of nannying and doing childcare. Yeah. And it took me down. Yeah. I was so sick. Um, you can probably still hear my voice is still very raspy. But I'm choosing to lean that that is now sexy and not sick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's an inflection point and I ended up on the wrong side of the inflection point. It's a, yeah, no, it's a sexy little rasp. It's a sexy little rasp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try and not cough for these recorded listeners. And, and if you do, that is perfectly okay. Okay, well, speaking of which. <laughs> but no, I'm joking, I'm joking. How have you been, Ruby? How much did you miss me while I was sick? I missed you so much. It really did feel like I hadn't seen you in ages. I know. <laughs> and even though I saw you that week, but still. Um, no, no, I've been, I've been grand. I did lose my voice for a little bit before we were away. Oh my god, way to be jealous of me, much. I know, right? Why? What happened? What happened? Well, I I lost my voice while I was with you when I saw you. Oh, yes, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you want to tell the listeners where we were? We went to go see Lizzo. We went to go to the Lizzo concert. So I left my sick bed for the first time in days. And I was like, I don't give a shit. I'll be on my deathbed. I'd go see Lizzo. I've seen her oh twice before. I was like, I will feel awful the whole way there. And I timed all my meds. I took so many drugs <laughs> when Joy Crooks, who was also amazing, the opener was on so that they would hit and be at their most effective while Lizzo was on. And when I say I like the journey home felt like I was like trudging through wet sand because I was like, oh my God, I have no energy anymore. But all the Baraka, all the paracetamol and codeine yeah. and caffeine. It was so good. It was so good. You lost your mind. I, I like, oh my God, it was so much fun. Uh, it was, uh, Lizzo was incredible. And then obviously I love all of these songs. Yeah. <laughs> and then we were dancing. And because we were in the seated section, it meant that you had like a little designated space so you could move without like bumping. In. I mean, I did bump into a couple of people around me. Whoopsie, what am I like? We should say that we were in a group of five of us. Oh, five Gorgeous women, including ourselves. Gorgeous, gorgeous girls. Uh, So we kind of, like, for most of it, I was never beside anyone who wasn't part of our group, so give a fuck if I hit you guys. You know, we're all all dancing and jiving and loving. But you were on the other end. I ended up moving to the very, to one of the ends, because there was a slightly taller man in front of our shortest member of our party. And when I say short, I mean sub five foot. (laughs) Short. So then I was like, of course, the I'll person stand. who has a foot on her should. Yeah, um, I'll go stand behind that man. But then, like, I can't stress. Like, number one, I think if you're, if Lizzo is going to ask me to make some noise, right. I'm going to scream with every power and fibre within me. 
period. Like I was, I was. As you legally are bound to do. And like also, like I was enjoying Joy Crooks. She was wonderful. She was amazing. I also enjoyed the, the, um, Lizzo's DJ who was on first. So who did good. Such good. She's like, been songs. with her since the start. And and so I started dancing early. We were in the seated section. Everyone else was seated. But I was like, no, no, I will stand and I will begin dancing. Did you ever sit? Uh, no. 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 I don't think I did either. No, why? Um, so we started... Oh, no, we were sat a bit before Joy. In the in the yeah. in-betweens. When there was nothing going on. Yeah, yeah. But then, so we were dancing, all, and like, I'm not, like, it, it, part of it is like, everyone's looking at me. <laughs> but also, everyone was looking at no, us. No, objectively, <laughs> like, I know we're comedians and we want attention, but like, we were, we just seemed to be, and I'll be honest, right? I'm going to be honest about this. This is something I found with English concerts. In Ireland, everyone would have been fucking throwing shapes. Everyone, I swear, and like artists always say, and I know people always say it like every time, but artists are always like, Ireland's a fucking mad, I think uh, Scotland's the same. Yeah. People are like, fucking, Scotland's a mad place to gig. Because we just don't give a fuck, right? We're very comfortable being feral in public. Yeah. And in like the people around us, we're acting like they were at the fucking theatre. This is Lizzo. Yeah. Lizzo, for God's sake. She's twerking. She's playing flute. She's shaking her ass on stage, all in a glitter bedazzled leotard. And you want <laughs> us to sit there and observe it like we're fucking bird watching. Like, Mind your necks in. It was mad. The man in front of oh, us, yeah. he... When Lizzo would be like, make some noise, and we would scream. Yeah. Uh, now you would be you would be Ruby screaming, which is <laughs> it is a certain pitch and level and thing. Yeah. But nonetheless, I was screaming. You, you're in a fucking <laughs> arena concert, of course you were screaming. And the man in front of us kept putting his fingers in his ears and then darting us looks. Yeah. <laughs> Being like, like oh, oh god, I'm like literally doing as she said. <laughs> Why did you call? And then they left before the encore. Ridiculous. Wild. No, before the fake ending. Yeah. During that ending, before it didn't even like actually fake ended. You know when people do like the last song, and I knew. And the minute it went down, you were like, oh, I went, she hasn't done juice, she's coming back. <laughs> I have the song catalogue in my brain. I was like, she hasn't done juice, she hasn't done juice, she'll be doing juice. Don't she hasn't done juice. And I knew, I knew immediately. I was like, I know what song, and that's just yeah. coming back, obviously. Before I can't remember what song she sang. Oh, it's slipping from my brain. But just before she like fake ended, during that song, there you left. Wild. And I can't explain how good, what type of crescendo the Lizzo concert. This was her last night of her entire tour. Like you could see, she cried two, three times on stage. Yeah, it was like, like she was crying, like it was amazing. All the dancers, you could see them crying at the end. Like they have been doing this tour all over the globe for like obviously yeah. a couple of months. They've put their heart and souls into it. She stood there like receiving all this love. It was amazing. This massive, like big crescendo. Oh yeah, but oh, let's get back to the car. What are you fucking joking me? But not even that was like a couple with a, like a man, whatever. Yeah, yeah. The group of girls in front of us. <gasps> yeah. Number one, they stood. The still. group of girls behind us as well on their fucking phones. <laughs> yeah. They literally stood up for like the radio hits, and that was it. Really? And they kept laughing at us, and we were like, "We don't give a flying fuck." Were they laughing? Oh, I think they were like. <laughs> I was like, then they're not having I, fun. I, I was having, I had been concerned. so much fun. Like, like I joy, think back, I joy, was, pure joy was had. But yeah, obviously, and obviously my favorite moments were when it was like, oh, this song, and I turned to you and me and you were lips like singing at each other, being like, yeah. <laughs> Used to be a Gemini, like a three-song fucking, fucking minute, minute Mary night. Oh. Two-faced 
Oh so I figured God. out I got up in my own type. Yeah, I had no voice. And I wasn't saying, I couldn't. I actually couldn't. There was no point. There was one point when she does like, uh, true love, tell you when. And like you can yeah. go deeper with it. And I was like, true love, tell you when you go to place. <laughs> but yeah, it was. But they left one girl by herself for the end of the show. They really? all They all left. Like, I realised, I was like, that girl's been stood by herself for ages. And they never came back. They left like three songs before the end. That's in, like... And before the fake end as well. Like, it's just upsetting things. when we tried really, really hard to get to... She announced one night in London first. And I was on yeah. two laptops and two phones trying to get tickets. And they went immediately. And then the second night sold out really, really fast. But we were lucky enough to actually get tickets. And such good seats as well. Such oh, good tickets. Um but when you know that there's people who like care that much and then there's those people yeah. who obviously can afford the tickets and they were expensive they were expensive Where, yeah. worth it but expensive the, you're just like fuck off yeah. and then the woman on the other side of me yes uh, that she was like a mum with her daughter yeah but she kept darting me looks as well when yeah. I was throwing some moves and I was like look girl if you want to watch me just turn and watch I don't yeah. mind <laughs> I don't mind I am amazing and like I'm having the best time if you want to watch do it Ruby Live what was life. the best gig of your last week <laughs> the Lizzo concert <laughs> best gig she did just fucking watch me um, but she but also she kept recording she like classic mum she had that leather phone case oh, with the yeah. little pouch that the door the door, the door. The phone door. That's a classic mum phone mm. case. Classic. Um, I feel like you pop a baby out your vagina and they're like, here you go. <laughs> you, you need a little lever for yeah, your yeah. phone. Here's a string for your glasses. <laughs> but she had one of those and she kept recording bits of the song, which I was like, but I'm singing along. So I'm like, you're picking up my recording of me singing as well? Lizzo with a backing track of Ruby Carr screaming. Screaming. <laughs> song lyrics. Like, I'm like, none of those... None of those videos are going to be good for you. No, no. <laughs> but did you stop? No. No. Why should we? Not. No one's going to stop me from having a good time. But it is annoying when people are at live experience. It's like sometimes you get people filming your gigs. And I'm like, I don't mind if the phone's out for like, for the first 10, 15, 20 seconds even. Yeah. I get if they're like, and sometimes you're like, I think they're waiting for a punchline and a laugh. Yeah, yeah. Grand. If it's like 30 seconds odd or whatever else. But then if you see people just there and I'm like, firstly, do not film my material without asking me. Yeah. I've had to stop it before and say. But also thirdly, please just be in this room. Like, that's the joy of a concert and that's the joy of a gig is that like, the even if it's the same set list and the same com, com, like comedy yeah. routine each time because it is live because it is happening right in front of you it isn't recorded it isn't on the screen this it will never be the same so like I might do a dumb bit of crowd work that completely changes one bit of the joke like mm. Lizzo like you could see even if you watch like videos online of her tour she would wear different outfits at different points and have different interactions with the crowd she would say different things like because we were there on the last night I know we had a different experience yeah. to other people and and like the night before she called out like Lauren Laverne for like first playing her show on BBC Radio 4 she didn't do that with us but she was like talking about the tour as a whole and what it's meant to her that her family were all there like oh, yeah, each one's so live so I'm like just be in the fucking room don't get me wrong I took a few videos myself yeah. to be able to remember it but the people who stand there and just like film phone record a whole fucking concert you're like but you missed it you missed the yeah. whole fucking thing no, yeah, I, I very much, I was like, I wanted to film record like a couple of snippets, yeah. which was her on stage being like, oh, there she is, there she is. And then a little bit of our group having fun. Yeah. Like recording down the road, seeing us moving and then being like, cool, I've got those. So like, yeah, because I, yeah, I just memories. love memories. Memories. It was so good. 
Memories. It was so good. I felt. I still felt so ill. That was on the Thursday. Then it was St Patrick's Day on the Friday, yeah. and I was emceeing a gig, and I had to bring my nebulizer to the gig, <laughs> which is this like apparatus. Basically, if anyone, if you guys follow us on social media, the photo of me like basically looking like I have an oxygen mask on my face is the nebulizer and it's supposed to just like help your lungs get cleared out and stuff but it also helps your voice because it like moistens I think it's that's yeah. not a nice word is it but whatever it lubricate that's still not a nice word dampens it, yeah <laughs> that sounds like I've got mould <laughs> but it, yeah it yeah, just loosens up your vocal cords as well. So I was like, I've got to MC, I'm getting through this. Wasn't going to miss it for Love Nor Money because it was such a good gig. But um, I had to bring the nebulizer into the green room and <laughs> all the other acts were like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll be good to go on stage. Just let me breathe in this <laughs> nebulizer for like 10 minutes and then I'll put some mascara on and it'll be fine. <laughs> It was so much crack. It was great crack. We had a great old time. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, I think Lizzo accelerated my healing. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say a good three days. I believe that. Yeah. I, I, uh, I said to, because <coughs> I've been doing um, job applications recently and things like yes. that. I was like, after the Lizzo concert, I was the like, confidence. Sit me down on that laptop, bitch. <laughs> I'm write the most amazing cover letter ever. <laughs> I'm my own soulmate. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but I felt so good afterwards. Yeah, you stop. honestly, it's you've never. It's it's incredible the things that Lizzo. I really do feel like I'm like. I reckon I could take fly. I reckon listen to Lizzo concert. I could be like, oh, I can fly a plane. <laughs> I can I can just fly a plane. I can apparently it's I can do brain, brain surgery flying plane. Yeah, yeah. It's the I landing. The landing planes. is the bit that's tricky. Yeah, I reckon I'd figure it so out. So just get up and stay there. Watch a YouTube video. <laughs> Speaking of YouTube videos, it's something that seems easy and it is not right. Around yeah. the same time of the laser concert, uh, I literally the same day, uh, I had a haircut and mm. it was booked in for weeks and it's hard to get an appointment. So I was like, despite the fact that I'm sick, I'm still going. And so I went and I was like, I had this idea of like, I feel like they're ever at the minute of like a bit of face framing, a bit of like, mm. not curtain bangs. I was like, no, can't be dealing with them. But I feel like I've got something in between face framing and curtain bangs. And it's hard to see. I mean, you, this is an audio format, so you can't see it all. But <laughs> basically, one of the things was I said it to my hairdresser and I was like, like, is that really difficult? She was like, no, you just blow dry it. You get a rounded brush. I didn't even oh. own a rounded brush and borrowing my housemates and she was like but you can just put it all forward like this and like that and then it's it and she did it and I was like oh yeah okay I can do that I can do that I'm a smart no, intelligent woman no I can do that no I fucking can't how late was I today Ruby <laughs> not that late no but I was late because I was like let me try and do my face framing bits and it's one of these where I think basically if you do not get the first pass of it right, mm. you fucked it. And then you have to wash your whole head of hair again. You, yeah. It's so hard. And I was getting the straightness out, trying to curl them back. And then I looked like a 70, like a member of ABBA. They were like whooshing backs. So then I was like, that's a bit too much volume. And then you're just trying to get them to sit there. But then they're in your eyes and you're like, oh, fuck me. Yeah. And I've watched TikToks. I've watched YouTubes on people being like, you just twist it and curl. And I'm like, no, but you you say this. You say this. They say, I have you say tried this. so many times to learn how to curl my hair with the straighteners I have. Mm, fucking know what I'm doing. No, 
I've, I think I've tried to show you before. No, you've tried to show me. A hairdresser's tried to show me. I've watched all the things and I do all the things and then it just is straight. And I think it's a conspiracy. Okay, well, I, <laughs> I, think, this, I think this is what's giving me the arrogance. Me. I can curl my hair with straighteners. Yeah, I could curl my hair with a straightening wand. So I was like, okay, grand. No, it's like contouring. It's just one of these things that no matter how many people I see on the internet do it and they they just put on this like insanely dark shade of concealer and then all of a sudden make it look fine. Yeah, then they blend it's just it out. It's never going to work if I try to do it myself. They're like, shear it out. What the fuck does that mean? I, know, I don't understand. I look like I've run in mud. I don't understand because you put it on and then they go blend it out. But how have you not just coloured in? Uh, you're, you're asking the wrong I don't, woman. I, you're asking the I'm wrong fucking, fucking woman. Every time I get my hair cut, I tell them I cannot do anything with my hair. Yeah. So if you cut it in a way, like usually I ask them not to curl it. I go, please don't curl it or put it in waves because that's how you hide a bad haircut. That is true. <laughs> I once left a really bad haircut and they pinned it back for me so that I wouldn't see. You've seen yeah. these photos no. of, you have, the ones where I went to guess, I asked for a balayage. Okay, Shortest way to tell the story. My <laughs> you have never said that before in your life. I'm really in my head trying to cut out the facts. Essentially, I am, uh, my friend, trainee hairstylist, yeah. needed a model like day of. And I was like, I've been thinking about getting a balayage. Had never put any colour in my hair ever before. Hmm. She'd done two of my other friends' hair and done balayage and they look great. So I was like, yeah, great. Rachel's brilliant. I know her. Wonderful. I get to the thing. Her instructor comes over and is like, haven't you done balayage before? And Rachel's like, yeah. And she's like, I'd like for you to do work with someone else who wants a different technique. Mm. And I'll get someone else in here because you've already done this technique. So they swapped me. Mm. And apparently, I was like, oh, I thought I was here for Rachel. And they're like, oh, no, you came to be a model in the class. Like, each student has to bring a model, but we might change the artist's student. I was like, but Rachel's good. I know Rachel's good. So anyways, they swapped me with this other girl who'd never done balayage before. And I said two things. I was like, I want it to start like the color below my chin. And I don't want it to be a really harsh line. I want it to be like blended brown to like blonde. And at this stage, I have very long hair. I hair like way past my boobs. So saying below my chin to the ends of my hair, it's still a good like, I don't know, I famously don't know inches, but. (laughs) <laughs> what we're saying 15 centimetres something like a yeah, long yeah. I really really long hair this woman put foils and the thing is because I'd never had my hair coloured before and she was doing it all behind like was pulling everything backwards to the back of my head and you know like painting mm-hmm. stuff on so again I don't know and she was folding up the foils so the foils were coming up here but I was like oh maybe it's just the colours on the end of them there was colour before my ears. No. And basically in the harshest of lines. Like, I, I'll post a photo on our... Remind me, yeah. I'll post a photo. My friend has these photos. It's from like 10 years ago. On her phone, four, she calls it... We have this thing called misery shelf. So basically when you're having a really horrible day and you need a laugh, she looks at the photos I took of my hair that day because they are so insane. And they look so bad. It, there was just stripes of yellow and not even toned like oh, and it was like no. here like if I put my hair back it just looked like someone had put, like literally just painted <gasps> lines and it was so blonde and it it, but it wasn't even blonde it was so yellow and straw no my hair wouldn't dry it was really really bad so I had to ring Rachel afterwards because she'd gone she like did something with the pixie cut and coloured their whole head so colouring my whole head of hair took hours Rachel yeah. was gone within an hour and she was like send me a pic when you're done and I was like okay and then I like left and they had like curled 
they like put, like pinched it back to be like, oh yeah, look, it's brown here and then like blonde oh. underneath. And I was like, oh, I think it's a lot more blonde than I thought it would be. And Rachel was like, you're always going to think that though because you've never had blonde in your hair. And then <laughs> I sent her photos and she rang me and she was like, what What did you say? And I sent her then the photos that I'd showed because mm. Rachel had seen them. And she was like, okay, I'll bring my instructor. And so Rachel rang her instructor and was like, yo, my mate's hair is fucked up. So I went back to the the instructor, ran a hair Mm. salon. And I went in the next day and she just had to put brown over it to like blend it out. And then I spent four years of my life until that started to grow out, having to every like couple of months put brown on top of my hair that I never wanted dyed. It was so... So bad. Uh, this story doesn't sound funny unless there's the punchline of the photos. Yeah. But trust me, it's, when you're I've shown it to my current hairdresser. I've shown it to multiple hairdressers and they are like, that's the worst thing I've ever seen. And hairdressers <laughs> have seen all sorts of hair catastrophes. It yeah. was insane. So if you're listening, listener, now's the chance to go onto the Instagram Go page. to the Instagram Watch, look at the get photo. the punchline. <laughs> Trust me, it's so bad. Like, mates, it's 10 years ago, and my mates will be like, that photo always cheers me up on a bad day. <laughs> like, go fuck yourself. That's so, oh my God. Yeah, don't go to student hairdressers. Trust me, don't, mm. don't do it. Do you know, well, I did my own balayage, or when you dye the end of your hair's yeah. blonde. Um, but I, because I had very long hair as well. Yeah. And my hair's very thick as well. Yeah. Um, so I just did a box dye thing. Mm-hmm. I had a box dye set, but it wasn't enough for all of my hair. Oh, yeah. But I didn't know how it worked. So I, like, put all of it on one half of my head and then went, oh, and I just smashed it to the other side. <laughs> I just rubbed them together. I that should work. Didn't, but it was no, fine. No, I can imagine it didn't. I just went to the hairdresser and was like, actually, can you just cut this all off? Yeah, yeah. And then and he just, there, without saying anything, just grabbed all my hair and snipped it. Not even <laughs> me. He was like, this must be gone. <laughs> we get rid of this. <laughs> I can't see this. It's burning my eyes. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, mad. <laughs> Should we get into problems? Yeah. Let's do that. Okay, so I've got some problems here. Uh, I've got, first of all, from... Girl's friend from Girl's the friend. girlfriend from the 1900s. 1900s. Just exactly 1900. 19. So from 1900. From 1900. Jamie Max, turn of the century. Such a such it's a, neat, a big deal. It's always suspicious when the year is too neat. Yeah, oh. 2020 taught us that. <laughs> It was too good to be true. Too bloody I was like, wow, doesn't that look nice? Fucking correct me. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So this is Patsy. Pat, oh, Patsy, Hi. babes, fill me in. What happened? So, Patsy is another reader with a trelunctant sweetheart. Right. Trelunctant. Do you want me to see? Trelunctant. 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 I think it might mean reluctant. Yeah. Yeah, okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> this sweetheart of hers has given her a ring and <gasps> has promised to marry her this year. But he does not seem to make any effort to save money in order to secure a home. Right. So Patsy wants me to tell her whether she should give him up and try her fortune with another young man who seeks her hand. Okay. <laughs> what do you Is reckon? that the end of the problem? Okay, got- so here's the thing. I relate to Patsy because I am not going to be able to ever own a home unless I marry someone, <laughs> right? Really, I was one person supposed to own a home these days. Mortgage rates, gone insane, right? No one, no one, I can't even rent a loan, let alone buy a loan. Yeah. So, I mean, I get, I get it, right? I get it. 
But also the fact that she's like, he doesn't seem to want to save in order to buy a house means that he could if he wanted to buy a house. So... Oh, then what is he buying? Right? This is what I want to know. What is he spending his money on? Because if it's you and nice dinners, then maybe that's okay. Because <laughs> currently, <laughs> I've decided I can't buy a house, so I may as well just spend m- money on nice dinners for myself. <laughs> I may- maybe, maybe, what if he's... Spend- oh, so he bought a ring. How expensive was the ring, Patsy? Maybe he needs to mm. save up for the gaff. Is he buying investments? Like Probably is he, not. Is he buying um, cryptocurrency? Yeah. <laughs> what was the cryptocurrency? Nineteen hundred cars. <laughs> I was gonna say paintings. Uh. No, I I reckon. See, I get where she's coming from. It. I think. What being like, I'm not getting married unless there's a gaff involved is actually a very fucking fair point of view. So I think I'd be like, here's the crack, mate. Like, I I like you, but you need to start putting money aside. Or alternatively, right? Alternatively, you keep the ring, sell the ring, buy your own gaff. Oh, lock him out. <laughs> Because if I could buy a house by myself, but I don't think she's allowed to buy houses. But also, like, pff, says who? Says who? Yeah, wear a fake beard. Yeah. Well, oh, my God. Right. I reckon that's it. You get a waistcoat. You Or no, what, uh, what do you call Not a waistcoat. Blazer? A trench coat. Trench, a trench coat. Yeah, trench coat. Trench coat, top hat, moustache. <laughs> Be like, oh, my lady left me, and so I want to get the money. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I am businessman. <laughs> And they'll be like, what a respect. Here's what you do. You get a chest infection. Cough for 10 days straight. Get a deep and raspy voice. Go in there and say, my and, lady has left me. And all of them all of a sudden go, oh, what a very sexy man. <laughs> <laughs> what a raspy voice. All the bank tellers horny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then, right, you can be like, come on, sort me out. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. I don't think you go into the bank to pawn a ring. Oh, I thought we were getting the mortgage. Okay, so we're No, you have to get the money from the ring. Or maybe, do you know what? Back in the day, maybe you could just walk into a bank and be like, deposit, schmazit, here's a ring. Give me some cash. <laughs> yeah. Or you could propose to a... <gasps> prop- take the ring, dress up as a man, propose to one of the people working in a bank, be very progressive. Yeah. <laughs> but again... They have to have a house. Someone needs a house. Needs we need to get a house, okay? Someone needs a home. We need a home. And so, yeah, maybe pawn shop, get some cash, then go into the bank, be like, give me a mortgage. Yeah. you got to keep the top, co- top coat disguise. Then go in to the estate agents. Did they have estate agents back in the day? Fuck knows. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they were just... Bu- you know what mad at some point? They were just building houses. <sighs> <laughs> like just so many no they're still doing that but they're just so many <laughs> all in one street like they're, they're, you know when they're all like copy and paste yeah but have you ever said, well actually no maybe you don't but in Ireland where I live is yeah. that's all they're flat out doing is building houses it's because we don't have enough but like when I went every oh. time I go home for Christmas there's three new housing estates and I'm not even lying I got lost lost in my own fucking hometown <laughs> but anyone from Nace will know what I'm talking about there's, you go around the ring roads and all of a sudden there's fucking loads of gaffs. Mon Reed used to be the big housing estate and oh. now you wouldn't believe what they have out in, like, Killashee. It's mad. It's absolutely... Out the Ballymore Road, Ballymore itself getting all... Re- it's absolutely mental. And so, yeah, I feel like I'm living through those times. But they're all the fucking same. These are housing estates, not streets. Mm. So I get what you mean. But yeah, whoever gets houses, go in with the top coat and the hat and the ring and fucking just, you know, <laughs> raspy voice, flirt. <laughs> 
10 out of 10, recommend. Right. What did they say? Uh, certainly, Patsy has some grounds for complaint when she says that her sweetheart is disinclined to start their little household. Mm. I quite agree uh, with that. Little? <laughs> Patsy wants a mansion, okay? Yeah, saving for the big boy. Yeah, she wants a marbled kitchen counter. <laughs> right, a farmhouse sink. I want an island in the middle as well. An <laughs> island. That, the way you said that really sounded like an island. <laughs> Why not? Dream big. A fort, a bridge. Patsy wants the best. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I quite agree with her in her suggestion of giving this young man up altogether and trying to find her fortune in the thorny paths of love once more. Yes, at the bank. (laughs) (laughs) To my mind, the disinclined nation on the part of her sweetheart to save money for the purpose of providing a home is a very ominous, ominous, that's the one, uh, sign indeed. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, you don't want to, you don't want to get involved with somebody who's bad with money mm. unless they're me <laughs> and my charm. Un- unless they have loads of it. They can, um, oh. they can be bad with it yeah, if yeah, they yeah. have loads of it. Again, still not me. But I... <laughs> Do you want to know something funny? What? <laughs> what? The other week. I'm not really bad. I've never missed rent. The other, the other week. <laughs> oh, God, what? Uh, I won the lottery. <laughs> what? Four numbers. What? But it only got me 130 quid. Only 130 quid? Whether you won the lottery? I know, but it was four numbers. And I yeah, was but like, you still Whoa. get to sit there and go, I won the fucking lottery. I know. How are you only just telling me this now? Oh, because... Where it? are we going for dinner? <laughs> that's, that's the issue. It's because I'm, I, like, I'm very good at raffles. So I knew one day I would win the lottery. What? You've this. never told me this. <laughs> I've never won anything. I'm so good at raffles. I, are you fucking... Joke at me, you won 130 quid and you didn't deign to tell me. Every, well, it was 100, anyway. But um, every time I entered a raffle as a child, I would always win. I would You're always win the main just prize. so jammy. Even if there was only one prize, I would win. My family got so annoyed about the amount of tap that I was bringing home. <laughs> anyway, so I, I like knew one day I, would, one day I would win the lottery. And then, I have, and then it's like, oh, four numbers, awesome. How much... I, wonder, I thought four numbers was like significant, but it like it how ju- many numbers are there in total? Six. It jumps up very like dramatically. Right. Yeah. 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 So yeah, like, yeah. if it was five numbers, then it would have been like one grand. And then obviously the six numbers is the big boy. But it's like I heard so exponential. Literally on the radio in work. <laughs> we always listen to I can't remember what radio station it is, but whatever one it is, they run a competition yeah. where you like have to answer a question. And so you enter your into a draw and they ring the person and the person has to answer the phone and say, make me a winner. They can't say hello. Yeah. They can't say whatever. They have to just say, make me a winner. And if they do, they win. But, you know, people don't think. They enter it one day and I think it goes every week. Yeah. So they enter it two days ago. They forgot all about it. Their phone rings. They're like, hello. And they're like, oh, no. Oh, you missed man. your chance. So it rolls over and rolls over. Yesterday, someone won 99 <gasps> grand. Wow. 99 grand. They literally answered the phone and we heard them go, make me a winner. And our whole office, because we listened to this. Yeah. So it's become a joke where like, <laughs> the, there was a prank pulled in the office this week where basically the guy who was in charge of bookings, yeah. they gave him, they just wrote my number on a piece of paper and was like, hey, this person rang about a booking, ring them back. Knowing that this guy doesn't like me, he won't listen. He doesn't have my number saved in his phone, even though he should, because yeah. we work together. So he rang me, didn't realize it was me and was like really smarmy to me on the phone. He was like, hi, I'm ringing you about a booking. And I was like, who 
was giving out my number. I was like, so this is the marketing manager. Can I ask how you got my number? And then he was like, Catherine? And I was like, you dipshit. And then my friends were like, we were really hoping he'd ring off a number and be like, make me a winner. <laughs> Instead, it was just my coworker I don't like ringing me. But yeah, 99 grand, can you unmatch? So then we spent the whole day yesterday talking about what we do if we won 99 grand. <gasps> 130 pounds though, that's a great nine out. Well, no, it's a, it's a, okay, cool, cool, cool. Life's gonna be a bit towards this month's rent. Yeah, to be fair, I've, yeah, had expenses. Like I said, phone. doing job applications at the moment. It's all yeah, fine. yeah, okay, um, great. Yeah. <laughs> but still, winning the lotto, what a thing to be able to say. I know. <laughs> um, oh, here we go. Uh, last sentence, I think. Yeah, it's a long one. Uh, he cannot be very much in love with her if he is not willing to make a few sacrifices for himself and for the future of his bride. So I quite agree with her suggestion that she should look elsewhere, elsewhere. for a husband. Drop it. <laughs> you want a house, Patsy. You need a roof over your head, okay? Don't be fucking about with love. I know. I've just very much enjoyed that. <laughs> like, it's not cold and calculating. We're thinking about our future. Who's thinking about Give our us future? a big house, please. I want a big fucking gaff. <laughs> There's any rich men out there who need a woman to be <laughs> loud <laughs> and opinionated all around but them all also, the time. Also sexy. I, also I will stay very, raspy. Se- okay, very sexy. I abuse my voice all the time. An excellent chef. Crack a pair of tits. Crack a pair of tits. <laughs> you know, we've got things going for me here, lads. As Lizzo said, they used to say that you need to, to, to know how to look to keep a man and you need to know how to, to cook, cook to keep that man. Yeah, yeah. And I know how to do at least one of those things. <laughs> as we've mentioned, I haven't a fucking clue what I'm doing with these face frames. <laughs> haven't a fucking clue how to do contour. So knowing how to look, I don't know. But cook, I can. Oh, cook, yeah. I can indeed. <laughs> so, you know, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I just really want to own my own home someday. And by my own, I mean marry a man who wants a home. <laughs> Look, we're not asking for much. It's really not that much, okay? And my parents say you could buy a gun for 20 quid, apparently. So, oh, fucking pricks. Right, come on. Okay, next one. Okay, this one. Here we go. This is Schoolboy Vice. Ooh. Okay. It's a short one. Boys own paper. Oh, okay. Why yeah. did they need their own? As if everything wasn't for them. <laughs> Uh, 1899. Oh, okay. Okay. Schoolboy Vice. Have you not a family doctor you can trust? Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Glad indeed that you have seen the terrible error. Oh, fuck. Yes, there is an operation for the evil's um, after effects, but I don't think it is necessary in your case. Take a cold bath every morning... (laughs) <laughs> and a plenty of good non-stimulating food. Is he having wet dreams? He's having wet dreams! Oh no! <laughs> what the fuck are stimulating foods? Yeah. Stro- chocolate, chocolate dipped strawberries. What's the other one? Pineapple? I was just going to think anything phallic shaped. Like oysters. Ass. Magic. He's just flat out eating chocolate dipped strawberries and oysters. And he's like, I don't know what's happening. I'm having a clue. <laughs> oh, cold bath. It's nice to know that everyone has been shamed, sexually shamed, in the schoolboy's own paper as well. Oh, my God. Like writing into a newspaper. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh God, no, mate, no. Bless him. 
Um, cold bath every morning. Cold bath. That's not horrible. Oh, cold water, cold shower, you know. But I think it's not, I mean, I've never personally had one. Um, <laughs> I don't own a penis, but um, just not. As after mentioned, we're trying to get one with a house. I don't have one on me at the moment. Um, but you never know if it helps with the housing. I'm always open to it. Um, if it gets me paid more, which it fucking would. Anyways, <laughs> we digress. Um, but, but as far as I'm aware, the wet dream is that you wake up to the scenario. So a cold bath in after the, the fact. I don't really know what that does for anybody other than cleans you. Um, yeah. It's just, <laughs> I was reading through and I was like... Maybe, maybe, maybe you need to sleep in the cold. <laughs> Maybe that. Maybe you gotta keep yeah. keep the cold. <laughs> Fall asleep outside in the shed for you, mate. You can sleep in the bath, but you need you need like a like a, a, a flotation a, a ring. flotation ring around your neck. So you can <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? He just kept waking up covered in cum, and so this is our solution. So it's better we just keep him yeah. in the bath. <laughs> that way, if it does happen. Instantly clean. Instantly clean. Yeah. <laughs> no, no sheets to wash up in that way. In fairness, look, As it expedites straight down the drain. <laughs> <coughs> Mother of God. What do you reckon is a non-stimulating food? Porridge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So a potato well actually no fuck that <laughs> no, you, you put a butter and, butter and cheese on a potato mother of god <laughs> yeah par- I, I don't think you can get any sort of sexual stimulus no matter how much you know nuts and berries and yeah. you know fucking that's about What's all it? I really put in porridge nuts or berries it's still porridge I don't think you're getting any there's no texture in it to give you a bit of friction I don't know <laughs> Depends on how you're cooking it. <laughs> yeah, to be fair. I'm gonna go with porridge as the most unstimulating food, yeah. I reckon. So we're gonna we're gonna make this boy sleep in the bathtub. Yeah. With a Exclusively advice. eat porridge. And only eat porridge. Yeah. And that's that's the price you pay for being a man. For being able to get a mortgage. There we go, there's that one. Do we have time for one quick more? I do have one more. One more. Okay. Here we Let go. I, go. I right. won't interrupt. I have had many letters at various times from ladies asking me to help them with a small income for themselves, which will not debar them from living at home. One has just reached out to me asking what I thought of the occupation of taking dogs for their constitutionals. So dogs. Dog walking, right? What do you think about dog walking? Fuck, I used to be a dog walker. Did you? Yeah, when I lived in America and I was a student, so I had to get cash in hand. There was an old professor that lived like just at the back of the college. Yeah. And she was too old to be able to walk her dog, PF. No, PF. And. <laughs> PF? PF. I know. She was like a really smart professor. And bless her, I used to walk her dog and he was the best and it made me so happy and I felt almost mm-hmm. bad taking her money. It was so good. I love being a dog walker. I, I dog sit now for my friends all the time. I yeah. fucking love it. I love it. I love what a dogs. dream job. Oh, by the way, this is Home Notes 1894. 1894. Okay, they've all been around the same t- period. But, um, yeah, so some ladies asked, oh, what if I were a dog walker? Yeah. How do we feel about that? How, How do we, we feel about that? I think such a good idea. Firstly, she, like, I feel like back in the day people didn't walk dogs. Like, even in Ireland, like, maybe this is a countryside thing, but, like, back in Ireland, like, no one that I grew up with, or, no, that's not true, but, like, 
like farmer, you know, like yeah. countryside people didn't walk their dogs. They just had their dogs outdoors all the time. Yeah. And they had their dog running around the backfield and doing that type of thing. But like, you know, they would sometimes put a dog on a leash and take it somewhere and stuff. But like, it wasn't such a thing. Whereas I feel like it's m- maybe a much more urban thing to have to like always walk your dogs and stuff. I did yeah. always walk my dogs and made sure they got adequate exercise. But yeah. uh, actually walking, it sounds like quite posh. So for her, she I reckon she runs in some nice circles. Yeah. So I reckon like, what a vibe. Also, if she's not already like uh, got a ring on it, then, you know. She doesn't. Well, if we, it doesn't say, but if she's not already got a ring on it, go around being like walking the dog. Get you out and about there, Get babes. you out about, get you being seen, get you with a little dog. Everyone loves a dog. Hello. Everyone loves a dog. People love dogs. Okay. People love it. So she just wants to be able to, what does it say? Earn a bit of cash outside the home without. Um, without um, like um, debarring them from living at home. So like. Um, she doesn't want to be an independent woman. She just wants to be able to like have a bit of pocket money basically. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So much better than babysitting. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, kids. I mean, actually, you could hit kids back in the day. So maybe <laughs> babysitting ones not that bad. <laughs> uh, c- uh, come on. <laughs> I'm not saying it was right, but I'm saying if you get to smack little Freddy around the face and tell him to shut up, fucking makes that lot job easier. <laughs> Again, I was a nanny for five years. <laughs> and a very good nanny as well. She's not reflecting what she was like. My DBS check came back clear every single time. So. <laughs> Screw you. Okay, now this But is... I swear to God, you ask any fucking teacher out there, if you could hear the kid, it would make minding them easier. It's not that you should. It's not that you would. No. But like, for example, I grew up with a wooden spoon being threatened at me. Did you ever have a wooden No. No, we didn't have... Have... never threatened you. <laughs> Francis threatened me with a wooden spoon. And do you know what? Fair or fuck enough. Because can you imagine me? Young, three young boys... She had a lot on her fucking plate. Yeah, now, she only cool. used the wooden spoon the odd fucking time, but the threat of it was enough, usually. Okay, I'm going to tell you the... What they Sorry, yeah. I wondered, did they... What did they say? Beat what? children? <laughs> <laughs> this is what they thought of the plan to become a dog walker. A dog walker. walker. We're trying 10 out of 10. Get some good footwear, by the way. Yeah. If any self-sacrificing lady would like to employ herself thus, I dare say she might find an occupation, but it would be... I am sure of any, <laughs> of trying, of a trying kind, as in, as in challenging. Spoilt, spoilt dogs are even more trying than spoilt children. Oh, she thinks it's harder. Yeah. <laughs> I love how that you think. You're like, you either mind kids or you mind dogs. <laughs> I think, and are rarely, if ever, under control. Oh, <laughs> I love also the way how this woman's written it because it's constantly with a size. <laughs> it's like sport dogs are even more trying than sport children, I think. <laughs> and are really, yeah. if ever, <laughs> under control. Fancy the appalling spectacle of your... Uh, of your charge fighting desperately or rushing madly after a retreating handsome deaf to all of your calls and commands. <laughs> then imagine a still worse picture, the dire distress and wrath of the lady when her pet is restored, wounded and bleeding. Oh, Jesus the- fucking yeah. Christ. Way to go to the worst case scenario. <laughs> Why is the dog wounded and bleeding? <laughs> At the moment, it's just... 
just the run. kids, fine. The dogs, what are you doing? Because at the moment, it's just like not listening to you and running off, and you're having to go through the field. Yeah, being yeah. like, dog, come back. And now it's bleeding. Maybe. What it, did you do? I don't know. Maybe it encountered a wolf. <laughs> right. We ended up bleeding, or at the least, muddy. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, it's never the dog's fault. (laughs) Such a thing never happens with her. No, for the very good reason that she has brought up her experience long ago and never takes him out. (laughs) Again, I say if anyone feels to undertaking all this, she may find it a room... A remunerative employment. Is that right? Oh, rem- um, oh remunerative. Anyway, not not like favourable. Re- re- oh my god, remunerate like to yeah. it, you'll like regret it. But yeah, I like. <laughs> That's a scathing, scathing hot take <laughs> on dog walking. But you know what? She's probably not far wrong. I just feel like because she's right. Back in the day. Anyone who had a dog, hmm. it's like what I was saying. Countryside people weren't out there fucking walking dogs. They were too busy to be looking after, to be walking dogs. The dog just had to get its exercise yeah. following the owners around doing all the physical labour they were doing, right? So anyone who was rich enough to have a dog that needed walking, so therefore like was in the countryside and stuff, probably had a spoiled dog. Yeah. Well, and if they're not walking their dog, then the dog's not getting stimulated. So when it does go out, it's going to go... Wild. Yeah. But I, I don't know. When I read that, I just feel like. <laughs> I feel like maybe she tried dog walking. Yeah, it feels like she's talking from experience. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when she's like, they're going to be bloody. The woman's going to yell at you. I was like, how did it get bloody? Just trust me. You have no idea. And then she'll say, of course, it never happens with her. Like, oh, I think we've uh, hit on a nerve. Yeah, we've really hit on a nerve. woman's like, I think I might start dog walking. Wouldn't that be nice if I started a business? <laughs> no, you have not been through the fire like I have. <laughs> I suppose that's literally how I just dealt with that question. And I was like, yeah, dog walk, because kids, kids are fucking shit and you wish you could beat them. <laughs> So, yeah, maybe I get where the lady's coming from. But, yeah, I just think that one's wild. Absolutely insane. But also, yeah, I suppose it depends on the dog you're walking. Yeah, it depends on the dog. I think it depends on your I think maybe learn how to knit. Sell some nice little shawls. Maybe be the eccentric person and walk cats. I don't agree with that. Maybe start a trend. No. Start a trend. Don't. (laughs) Don't start a trend in 1890. There are loads of trends to be started then. Loads of trends. 1894. No thanks. No one then has ever done flossing. Right, well, let's start that. Just don't put fucking cats on leads. We don't need that. Then it's going to make the dog walking even harder because they'll be chasing the fucking cats around. Yeah. Absolutely mental. But they'll have a target. (laughs) (laughs) You'll know where they'll be going. Yeah. Listen, it's not that you want to stop them from running away. It's that you want to focus them. Get the prey instinct going. Oh, so we've started a, what is it, a fight club? No, what's the, do, the fight, when dogs fight, dog fight, fight dogs. What? What, <laughs> what are you talking about? It's an illegal thing where animals fight each other in like little shady oh, back rooms. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are they called? Dog fighting? So simple. Right, it's okay. So, it's so explanatory. Look, that's why you're the marketing yeah. manager. <laughs> 
great name for it. Dogfighting. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Someone called the marketing awards. Did you just lose your headphones? You laughed right. And on that note, listeners, I think that's all we have time for this week. Yeah. I want to say thank you to 21 Soho and Laughing Around thank Productions. You, They're currently revamping their podcast studio. You might notice that it looks a bit different. Um, so thank you for having us in. Uh, Ruby, anything to shout about? Uh... Uh, no, well, actually, no. If you're in Cambridge, I'm at the Cambridge Fringe Festival yes. in April. I can't remember the date, but that's next month. But I'm at the Cambridge Festival Am- doing my Cambridge, show there. Cambridge Fringe, Jesus, Cambridge Fringe Festival. And then actually, two weeks after that, I'm in Brighton doing my show there for two weeks. There you go. So there Tickets are available now. They're in, in yeah, the yeah. link in your bio. Well, that's free. It's a free show. You can like reserve your seat. But yeah, reserve please your come. seat. Please come. Reserve, <laughs> reserve your seats. It might get packed yeah. out. And, and then you, Catherine. I have my work in progress. This is the last <laughs> week you will hear about it. It is the 30th of March at 9pm at 2 North Down. Please buy tickets. It's sold really well, but basically no one has bought a ticket for the last two and a half, nearly three weeks. Everyone bought them beforehand. So now I'm like, what happened? I feel like basically I got sick and now everyone's forgotten about me. So please, please buy a ticket if you haven't. It's going to be come. such a good night. It it's will be, be so great. Good. It will be scary, but it will be fun. And uh, thank you all and have a great week. Bye. Bye. Bye.